Hey, man, it's the boy Cash, baby. People's Champ Radio. We here with the big homie Roy Mack, the Hall of Famer. What's up, baby? What's good, my dude? Hey, man, it's been a long time. We should have left you without a dope beat to step to. to step. Hey, man, I don't want to hurt these young people's ears with hip-hop, man. What's Gucci, baby? Hey, we out here. <laughs> we out here, man. Uh, you did? We out here working. We out here working. Hey, you know I'm always working. But uh, no, we took some time off, man. We back the show back. I'm back, cash back. You know what I'm saying? We got the contracts right. Um, hey, well, listen, radio. Let's, let's be, hey, let's be honest to the public, right? Let's start this shit off right. 2019. Hey, niggas got jobs, right? So you know, I had to go to work. So I don't uh, know what you're uh, talking. What hey, I don't know who you that's work for. I don't know who worked for you. I don't know what you're talking hey, about, dog. Listen, I don't nobody, know who you work for. I don't hey, know who worked for you, dog. Unfortunately, Word nobody works for me. That's my problem. <laughs> Word to that's my, Hey, that's my issue. No one works for me. You dig? That's my only problem. Hey, so yeah, man, I'm back though, baby. Word to my man Floyd Money Mate. Hey, listen, Money dog. Let's get this popping, man. A lot to get into. Um, <laughs> a lot to get what? into. Um, but we gonna talk that ish, right? We gonna talk that uh -huh. ish. Uh, got a couple games today, you dig? A yeah. couple games today. Uh, in the NFL. Uh, yeah. who we got? We got Baltimore that's playing. Uh, as we uh, as we're recording LA, right now. The LAC versus the BAL. We got there the Chargers versus the Ravens right now. Score as uh you know as said nine uh nine minutes and thirty seconds left in the first quarter. Zero to zero. Uh, Chargers ball, uh, sorry, the uh, Ravens ball right now. Um, yeah, man. And then that's going to be followed by Philly and Chicago. Big games, big games. Man, I ain't going to lie. These playoffs have been like, I don't know, man. It's just been super exciting for me because you really just don't know who's going to come off, you know, come out on top. It, it, you know, the NFL is such a momentum game, unlike basketball, right? When you say, it's such a momentum game in the NFL. Well, I would say basketball is a little bit more momentum. But when you say you don't know who's coming out on top and it's – You think so? Yeah, 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 You think yeah. basketball? Oh, yeah. hold on. Let me, let me say that. Let me say this. Uh, Pre-Warriors, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, you're right, right? But the problem is, is you know, because everybody wants me to be down on the Warriors. Like, hey, man, they're playing bad. I don't give a damn if they lose their last 20. They're winning the goddamn NBA title. You can't lose the title with five Western Conference All-Stars. But go ahead. Right, because that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think in – well, let me, let me say this. In basketball, the momentum team uh, – the momentum shifts are so sweeping, right, and so quick. Right. In football, like you said, it's kind of like that where if something gets rolling downhill, all of a sudden it's like, dang. Uh, go back to that Patriots – uh, Atlanta game. We want to talk about talk about momentum. Yeah. How that thing just right. kind of picked up and went downhill, and it was like before you know it, it was like yeah, you you can just see, you can yep. look on the side to still a phrase from Mark Jackson. You can look Boy. in their eyes, <laughs> and them motherfuckers over there, Atlanta, they ain't want no parts. Right. They hey, listen. They they froze up. Right. Uh, biggest choke job I've seen since not handing the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. Another Patriots victory, but I digress. Let's get to this real quick, man. Let's get yep. to this because I know, um, I know. <laughs> Look, I got hit up. I just got hit up right now. Somebody hit me up. Yo, 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 y'all doing the show? Yeah, man. We yeah. were somewhere else, dog. We back, man. Come on up in here. Come on up in here, dog, and holler at your people. You dig? But um, yeah, um. What I was saying is, let's go ahead and get to um, the damn game that everybody was talking about last night. Yeah, uh, your favorite team, right? The Cowboys 
the Cowboys and the uh, and the um, who the hell did they the, play uh, last Seahawks. night? The Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, man. yeah, man. Cowboys and the Seahawks. Um, uh, let me let, let, let me start off by saying this, then I'm gonna let you run, right? But let me say no, this. Yeah. Do let me thing. say let me say this first. Um, maybe some of the worst play calling I've seen in a while, and it didn't surprise me, um, simply because we're talking about Pete Carroll. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, since we're man. talking about, have we been talking about any other coach? Um, I might have said, you know what, dog. <clears throat> um. You know what? He had a bad day. He didn't expect for his kicker to go down. I might have given somebody else a pass to be up front with you. Right. Um, but since it was this guy and his history, I, I mean, I don't understand. Okay, we know coming into this game they got the number one rushing offense, right? Yes, sir. We we get it. But you also got a Super Bowl winning quarterback, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, at the helm. Well, you paid a lot of money. Who you paid, you a, paid a, a lot of money? A lot of money to, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Who you paid a lot of money to, and just the play calling. I I took a screenshot. Let me get my phone here. I took a screenshot last night because I knew with two minutes left when they were losing. No, no, no. Because here's what I knew. I took a screenshot with two at the two minute warning. They were down. Uh, Seattle was down fourteen to twenty four. I took a screenshot on my phone, and what I wanted to take a screenshot of specifically, um was Russell Wilson's attempts at that point in his passing yards. So with two right. minutes left, he had no touchdown passes, 15 of 22 for 167 yards, right? right. Now, we know right after that he threw a 50-yard bomb <laughs> and then a touchdown pass right after that, right, immediately. And this is right. why that's the only reason I took the screenshot because I knew he was going to go down and score because it's freaking Russell Wilson, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like it's some, like – you know, first, second year, random quarterback who's decent, who can't really move around in the pocket, who can't throw the football downfield. It's Russell Wilson. Motherfucker right. can play. He can play so well that, as you alluded to a minute ago, Pete Carroll was willing to sacrifice uh, Marshawn Lynch potentially winning the MVP to try to make yep. sure that Russell Wilson secured the MVP of the Super Bowl by trying to throw a damn pass on the goal line, right? Um, now, all of a sudden, we get, we get to this playoff game against Dallas and – Listen, when when you take off here in a second, maybe you'll fill me in on something I'm missing. But when the fuck did the did the Cowboys get a great secondary in which they they were scared to throw the ball against these motherfuckers, right? Um, right. Go, let's go downfield. And again, I get it. You got a good rushing offense. Again, let me pull up my uh my phone again. At the two minute mark, Seattle had rushed for a total of seventy three yards in that football game. <laughs> seventy three. Yards they had rushed for it at that point in that football game. Should probably try something different. At what point do you give up on it? At what point are you, are you like, you know what? Let's go ahead and <laughs> let me go ahead and put this game in Russell Wilson's hand. You, yep. you, you dig? At what point is that call made? Because I didn't see that. Um, let me get to the Cowboys here. And again, like I said, I'm going to let you run. Let me get to the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Let me give them a little bit of props, right? Um, yeah, they won the game. Because they, they won, won the, the football game, game right? As much yeah, For as much shit as I'm going to give Pete Carroll today, and I think it's deserved for Pete Carroll, uh, the Cowboys won the football game. It wasn't like um, they didn't win the game. They won the game. Shout out to Zeke. Had a good game. Um, again, I took these at the two-minute mark. That they didn't run any, any more plays. The Cowboys didn't, so these stats hold up. Zeke had, at that point, uh, 137 yards rushing and a touchdown, right? Um, 
And this is what I like from Zeke because everybody knows with the Cowboys, Zeke is the is the workhorse. He had 30 touches for 169 total yards and a touchdown, right? Right. Um, so that means, like I said, he had how many rushes was that? Let me go back. Hold on. So that was on 26 rushes, right? So mm-hmm. if you're playing the Cowboys, you know you're getting a heavy dose of Zeke. Um, shout out to Dak because he did make some plays uh, when he needed to. Now, absolutely, I want to get into here in a bit about a couple of calls that Seahawks fans were <laughs> mad about, and I don't know why, but um, we'll get to that in a second. But I'm going to let you run. Go ahead, Cash. Yeah, man. Uh, let, me, let me say this, man. First of all, congratulations to the Cowboys. Uh, you know, you made my night. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here in Dallas. So, hey, I, I just want everybody to be happy. You dig? I want everybody around me to be happy. So. Had I been in Seattle, I would have wanted Seattle to win. I'm in Dallas, so, you know, listen, Cowboys, do your thing. Um, I thought I was watching the Cowboys game with my boy. Uh, shout out to the big homie, Eli. We watching the game, and the Cowboys start doing some uncharacteristic-ish. You dig? When the Cowboys um, were up by three, yeah, they were up by three at one point in the game, I thought, okay, here's here's – Here's what you do. You give your defense rest. You run this ball, run this ball, then run some more. And the Cowboys fall. Um, they fall for this whole, like, you know, after Dak makes a big play. Now what we're going to do is ride this momentum out of Dak making a big completion by, like, having him throw another two, three in a row. No, right? Calm down. Hand the ball to Zeke. Screen to Zeke. Slant to Zeke. Out to Zeke, right? Um, the thing about the Seattle Seahawks is their linebackers are very fast. But what we noticed last night was that uh, they they failed a couple times at you know maintaining I mean the outside you know on Zeke like they should have contained him, uh, you know make him run in between the tackles right because his big runs were when he was bouncing the outside. But overall, Seattle did a great job defensively. The problem is for me was the Cowboys getting away from Zeke, which allowed Seattle to get back in the game. Right now, ultimately, the Cowboys won because I believe Seattle Seahawks, like you said, they played a little too conservative. Russell Wilson should have absolutely started airing it out a lot more. Not not crazy because they did lead the NFL in rushing. But when your kicker goes down like that, you know, it's four down territory. I do respect them for saying, you know what? We got four downs to get a first down now. Right. Once Janikowski, I don't even want to get on Janikowski. He's going to irritate the hell out of me. How the hell are you a professional football player? A damn kicker weighing in at damn near 300 pounds, no flexibility, and you out here pulling, you know what I'm saying, hammies. And let me say this. That was a 57-yard field goal attempt, Roy Matt. 57. I know Janikowski has a big leg. Trust me, I know. That's why the Raiders took his ass in the first round, by the way, right? Because he was kicking 75-yard field goals at Florida State in practice. Here's the deal. But here's the deal. If he pulled his hammy on a 57-yarder, which is a hell of a kick, but if he pulled his hammy, that lets me know that prior to he was out of shape. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> well, well obviously, what's your what's, what's your rule of thumb on hamstrings and hamstring injuries? Listen, I got a rule of thumb because I pulled my hammy before, so I know it to be true. You're out of shape, bro. That means that you didn't come in with the proper condition because you can't pull that muscle when you're running all the time. If that muscle is constantly being stretched, you're constantly running, right? You're constantly conditioning that, that muscle. That inevitably, inevitably means that you're just out of effing shape. Because I don't remember Randy Moss, right, pulling his hamstring, running a 4 
So don't tell me Sebastian Janikowski running a 5-5-40 and Dick <laughs> is pulling his goddamn hamstring for kicking a football. That means you're un like he's out of shape on a pres uh, unprecedented scale. But I digress. So Pete Carroll, he knew he had four four downs to get a first down. At, at least at point, least you would uh, think he knew. Well, yeah, and look, he he exercised it right because they did. They executed, executed, executed. They got two two point conversions. It was they were looking unstoppable until Pete Carroll stopped him, right? Because, like you said, Dallas secondary, and, and I've been watching Dallas uh, games, unfortunately. Uh, Dallas secondary is really good with uh, physical receivers, uh, possession-type receivers, right? Because, But the problem with Dallas secondary is they lack raw speed. And with Lockett and Baldwin, as you saw, when Seattle stretched the field, those guys were a step or two faster than the Dallas DBs. You think you would think at the end of the game with it all on the line that Pete Carroll would spread it out a lot more because I felt like that's what Dallas's weakness was. Dallas did a great job at you know maintaining and containing the run, like you were saying earlier. Um, but the problem was with Seattle, right? It was like, okay, spread it out a little. I'm not saying totally abandoned, but I'm saying you're down, your kicker's out, you can't kick field goals, you gotta score. Spread it out a little. That that damn punter couldn't even make a, a regular 25-yard chip shot. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you saw him practicing with that, but they were like, okay, it's game. Hey, listen, this is ball game, right? Because this guy can't make a chip shot. But I digress. I thought PKL dropped the ball. And, and lastly, let me say this, fam. At the end of the game, Roy Mack, the Hall of Famer, sir, why in the F are you doing a drop kick? What you're telling me is that you can't put that ball on the tee. It just let a running back, a lineman, a goddamn long snapper, a receiver, somebody could have kicked that ball off the tee. It wouldn't have had – everyone knew he wasn't a kicker, and it wasn't about to be no perfectly, you know, tying onside kick, which, oh, by the way, is not a high percentage play anyway, right? Um, Bro, let somebody kick the fucking ball off the tee. Bro, they could have called me in right now. And what I could have did was I went in there and tried to actually attempt a kickoff, and the shit would look like an onside kick. You dig? Yeah. So you had no one that could just kick the ball straight off the tee. Instead, you kicked a fair catch when you knew goddamn well that you had to get that ball back. You have no timeouts. It was the one of the dumbest calls I've seen. And unfortunately for Pete Carroll, he's now on the list of some of the two worst calls. The first worst call in the Super Bowl era in the playoff history. And that call right there was just a flat-out stupid-ass call. Yeah, it, it was... <laughs> I'm watching it, and clearly, like you said, everybody knows the kick is down, right? Everybody knows that. Um, I didn't like their sense of urgency, as you alluded to, and then specifically on that onside kick. To your point, it makes me think who the head. First of all, I, need to know, I don't know who the special teams coach is, but I'm thinking, what was the what was the contingency plan? What was the backup Bro. plan? Like what? I mean, because as a kicker, what was the call? Yeah, was the call pooch left? Well, well I'm not even saying that. Fired. Here's what I'm saying. As a as a special teams coach, if you only have one kicker on the roster, which a lot of teams do, right? Most teams do. What's yep. the contingency plan if that guy gets hurt? Because as a kicker, you can always get rolled up on. You can have a guy trying to block a kick and, and, and hit your leg. Anything can happen. It's always some freak accidents. You, you can be uh, Grammatica and, you know, fucking tear your damn uh, knee up trying to celebrate. You can do all kinds yeah, of weird celebrate stuff. Celebrate the goddamn <laughs> extra point. So dumbass. You can do all so types dumb. of weird <laughs> Hey, well, I'll tell you the contingency plan, Roy Mack. You ready for this? What's that? 
to save every dollar you can and not actually have a, ba- a backup plan. That was a contingency plan. So that's it. No, I'm in agreement with because, that. Because what they're banking on is that, like, <laughs> a player like a kicker or somebody like that would just never get hurt, right? Nothing, Bro, you got Sebastian Janikowski on your roster, and you walk into a locker room, and you look at that guy, and you say, okay, is this guy left guard, right? And they say, <laughs> no. Okay, is he a long slapper? A long snapper? No. Is he a D tackle? No. Well, who the fuck, what does this guy do for football? Oh, he's our kicker. Okay, cool. We need a contingency play. Yeah, that's because simple. and you would it's think that with all the players simple. on the roster that they would that there would be someone, right? That there would be someone oh, who who at some point in their career could kick a basic field goal. Well, not even a field goal, just to like cuz I I was always I was thinking that when it, when they kicked the when, when they did the onside, I was like, "You know what? I wonder if like just like you said like a receiver or a running back or somebody who in high school kicked off or something I think that would have probably been a better onside kick because they don't know what they're doing. So everybody got the same shot at the ball. No one knows where this ball is going to go. Roy Mack, I know a guy by the name of Magic Johnson who told the Lakers that he played center in high school. You did? Right. He told the Lakers, he was like, listen, man, I used to play this shit in high school. Just put me in. And they were looking at him like he was crazy. Hey, he had 42 points, 16 rebounds, and 8 assists. So I'm with you. Someone in that locker room had had to been able to kick the football off the tee. And the thing is, I don't give a damn if it was a perfect onside kick, Roy Matt. Just kick it off the well, tee. Well, that, that, that's my point. It, I think that would have made the onside kick better. Because like you said, it's an onside kick. So those percentages are hella low anyway, right? So you're probably not going to get the ball anyway. But if you got somebody on there who just don't know what the hell they're doing, you know, who knows how that damn ball's going to bounce? <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Who knows right. what the hell's going to happen with that ball? But let me do this, though, because I don't want to – because I know I already got, like, two people that have texted me already. Um, <laughs> and I want – I do want to give the Cowboys some props. For whatever reason, people, I think, that, like, me or you or, or, or the show in general got something against the Cowboys, and I don't. Listen, I don't got – hey, listen, to borrow a phrase from, from, from somebody in radio, I ain't a fan of nobody like that, right? <laughs> so right. Um, yeah, I man, enjoy sports. Tough. I like watching the games. But I ain't no fan of nobody. And, and, and since I ain't a fan of nobody, I ain't no quote-unquote – hater of nobody i hate that word and that phrase in this culture especially but i'm not and so shout out to the cowboys because for as much shit as we're giving Pete carroll and again well deserved Pete carroll um but the cowboys did go out and win the game as you alluded to zeke was doing his thing they weren't able to stop listen we we can point out the fact that um they let him bounce it outside but hey he was able to get outside right and make some big runs um they were able to get the ball downfield uh, on a couple of big plays when they needed it. Let me go back to what I was what I was talking about uh, when we started the show. Those two penalties late in the fourth quarter that a lot of Seahawks fans are complaining about, saying that they lost in the game. Both pass interference calls, in my opinion, both good calls. Definitely the first call on the linebacker across the middle. That's a clear pass interference. Now we can have a debate on whether or not um, a guy holding his arm on the outside of the receiver, how much that's actually called. I don't give a fuck. It should be called because it's a damn pass interference, right? Um, So, and then the second one on Beasley, you know, maybe we can have a conversation. You can say, well, they were both Jocelyn Beasley tripped. Nine times out of ten, if I'm a ref, I'm giving that to the receiver because you know this guy's trying to fucking get down the field. Well, I got listen. If I'm five, if I'm past the five yard mark as a receiver, right, and I'm trying to get upfield. And you're impeding my ability to get upfield. That's a pass interference. It's a pass interference, right? <laughs> now, hey, now let me say this: that corner. If you allow Cole Beasley to hit you with a stop and go, you should probably rethink your career. 
Bro, Cole Beasley hit this nigga with a stop and go. I was looking around like, fam, you good? Cole Beasley? Not hitting me with no stop. I'm not going to. Listen, if Cole Beasley wants to hit me with a stop and go, I'm just going to take my chances with being able to keep up with him. That's Real just talk. me, though. Real you talk. Dig? Real that's talk. a cold world. Real talk. And now you got a headache. Yeah, and so that, that, that and that's what I. Two costly penalties, by the way. Two costly. Because you're off the field. Or, listen, if you just play D, you're off the field. And now, in my yeah. opinion, I think Russell Wilson's going to go down the field and win the game. That's what I think, right? I, I, I do too. I think at that point of the game, had they was had they stopped the Cowboys, that Russell Wilson magic was about, you know, about to take place. And uh, unfortunately, right, um, you know, he didn't get the chance because Pete Carroll let him off the hook. Yeah, yeah, and listen, man, I, I do want to move on because we got a lot to, to to get on today. Let me give, hey, man, whatever y'all, whatever y'all are into, whether it's prayers, blessings, you, uh, libations, incense, whatever, man. Hey, shout out to to the receiver that got what was it, his ankle? That I mean, uh, just Hearns, a gruesome, man, yeah, Allen Hearns, brother. just a gruesome situation. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, you know nobody Wish ever wants to see that man recovery, yeah man i mean because at the end of the day right i know people make <clears> a big deal about sports but this is entertainment right and yeah and, it, it and, is, and listen man that right there see I, I think sometimes people take those type of injuries for granted because yeah. listen bro <laughs> i don't know what the rest of his life is going to be like right now yeah, i don't i'm not going i don't know if you can come back from that yeah and i'm not pocket watching anybody so i don't know you know how good right. he is or isn't I'm just saying, right. from a human standpoint, I don't know what the pro, what the recovery looks like on that. I don't know, yeah. you know what I'm saying, how the rest of his life is in terms of just being able to to move around pain free and functionally. You know, listen, <clears throat> I've seen people have those type of injuries, something similar to where like now the way that they move and walk and you know even try to run again is just different, right? Um, right. so you know, we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully, he gets good, man. Yeah, I wish that brother a speedy recovery, man. Yeah. on me. Can we do this though, real quick, Cash? Can we transition yeah. to these Texans, man? Oh man! We oh, talk man. I got... oh man! Can Not we talk again. about? <laughs> oh, let me jump in, goddamn it! Let me just jump in on the Texans now. I'm gonna let you finish it, but let me start. Okay, them off. all right, go ahead. We did. So here's the reality: we have uh, Jonathan Joseph at DB, Pro Bowl caliber DB, it's, at least in his prime. He was a Pro Bowler, good defensive back, right? Right. We got merciless. Right, good linebacker, JJ Watt, all pro defensive end, uh, Clowney, pro bowl defensive end, Tyron Matthew, pro bowl caliber, pro bowl type safety. Right, right, fam. I just gave you five members of our defense that either were in the pro bowl or have pro bowl caliber type of play, and we looked like trash yesterday. So, first, <laughs> we got to ask ourselves one or two questions. First question. Scheme, Romeo Cornell, is your scheme trash? From what I saw, guys looked out of position, right? Every time I looked up, guys were wide open. T.Y. Hilton looked like Marvin Harrison. And T.Y. Hilton's a hell of a uh, receiver. Don't get me wrong. But T.Y. Hilton is closer to, uh, you know, Doug Baldwin than he is to Marvin Harrison. I mean, he's not unstoppable. But versus the Texans, I think he averages 122 reception yards, which makes him virtually uh, unstoppable versus us, right? So it makes me beg the question, is it the scheme, Roy Mack, or is it the personnel, right? And so I said, okay, let's say it's the scheme. Well, we got to ship Romeo Cornell out of there, right? Or if it's the personnel, we got to start looking at these names, these legacy names, the, the J.J. Watts, the clownies, and start asking ourselves, yeah, you guys put up numbers, but what's your real impact? 
I remember watching J.J. Watt a couple years back. Obviously, bro, he got older. He had 16 sacks this year, by the way. But I don't know if those are empty calories or if those are real, I'm affecting the game sacks. Or maybe we don't have the talent around J.J. Watt to really highlight how effective he's been. Either way, we can't have both of those defensive ends because that defense looked a lot to me. It reminded me, ironically enough, of the old Colts defenses. You remember Bob Sanders, Pro Bowl safety? Right, Pro right. Bowl ends, Mathis and Freeney, but they didn't have a particularly a good defense. And, and in my mind, I was like, damn, is it the scheme, right? Or is it even though these players are individually talented, they don't impact the game like someone like, you know, obviously Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald, who are, who are out of this world, by the way. So I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing, but I'm just saying, you can't get these 16 sacks from Watt and have Jadavion Clowney on the other end making a Pro Bowl, but this guy Luck wasn't really under duress last night, right? And then you got to ask yourself, well, oh, man, wait a minute, they got a good line. I don't give a damn. We got two Pro Bowl defensive ends. We got to get to the quarterback. So, hey, let's get Romeo Cornell out of there. Ship Clowney the fuck up out of there because if you got to choose between White and Clowney, I'm not choosing a guy in which you have to question his motive. I know White's getting long in the tooth. I don't care. I'll keep White. He's a legacy player. You bite the bullet, you keep it pushing. But we need to revamp that secondary 100%. I mean, those guys look like they had Ebron looking like he was goddamn the uh, Shannon Sharp. I was like, Ebron's a pretty decent tight end, but damn. Like, you know, I know he's having a breakout year, quote unquote. But the Texans had Ebron looking like Jeremy Shockley out there. You dig? Uh, Jeremy Shockey. So, again, I'm looking at the Texans defensively, right? And also offensively. I don't like Bill O'Brien, bro. I don't believe Bill O'Brien likes Deshaun Watson. I don't believe it. I believe he was stuck with this guy. And because Deshaun Watson keeps making these spectacular plays, and he was obviously a first-round draft pick, and if he stays healthy, you're going to have to give him the bag. Bill Lowe is stuck with a, a tandem that he doesn't like. He's not creative at all with Deshaun. Deshaun, it's like Deshaun, uh, sit back there, play, make, right? Make a play. Make it happen. I don't see uh, any, uh, you know, unique play calling offensively. I don't see a lot of motion. I don't see any creativity, kind of what Dallas was complaining about, right, with their head coaches and their offensive coordinators. So, again, I think the Texans, when you have a franchise quarterback, Roy Mack, what you need to do right now from the top to the bottom and start assessing, okay, GMs did pretty well with drafting. You know, okay, I don't give them too much. They did all right, right? Um, but we need to start looking at coaching staffs, fam. It, what type of scheme do we need to maximize this talent? You dig? And also, we have a franchise quarterback. Um, are we going to waste this window of this young man's career? Because make a mistake, you're about to have to pay him the bag regardless. And so a lot of that money that could be allocated to him right now can be allocated to parts around him to make them better. Oh, by the way, Roy Mack, you're in the AFC South, right? If you have a, a franchise quarterback, you should make the playoffs, which means that you'll always have a legitimate shot at making the Super Bowl. Um, disappointing. I, that was an embarrassing show. I mean, they just look, they look like they were being out coached, outplayed. They they looked like that was like a preseason or week one game. They didn't look prepared at all. The energy was trash. The fans were booing. I mean, that shit was embarrassing, man. What say you, Roy Mack? For me, it becomes it becomes simple, right? I know a lot of people are gonna give Andrew Luck a lot of props because he's had some injury issues, right? Yeah. Um, he didn't really light it up. 
you know what I mean? No, bro, you know, let's I, just keep I'm it basic. I just wasn't impressed with the Colts. I, I wasn't. Yeah. And I was, I put it like this, I was just more disappointed in what I saw from the Texans, but the Colts still didn't pull away. Right. It was still like, you know, I was like, ah, you know. You I won. kept watching the but game thinking, impressive. I kept watching the game thinking, back to that momentum word, right, we started the show. I kept watching the game thinking, damn, if they could maybe get a score, get a stop, maybe flip field position, and, you know, let's see. Because I thought the game was still there for the taking the whole time. Like, man, they, they can still easily win this game. But they just never get rolling. Here's the issue, though. Yep. When, you get, when you're when giving up, a, what, 150 yards to Mac on the ground, right? Yes, sir. You couple yep. that, like you said, with the tight end having a good game. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, Andrew Luck threw for 200 yards. I mean, you know, listen, he had a right. – You know, he didn't, yeah. he didn't go crazy. He didn't light it up. <laughs> yeah, he didn't yeah, go he crazy. Gave, he gave us some Lamar Jackson numbers, some Dak yeah. Prescott joints. It was like, like – Threw for 220 yards. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what I mean, okay. He only threw for one touchdown. So again, it wasn't like he threw for 220 and like four. I'm sorry, he threw for two touchdowns and a pick. But it wasn't like he threw for you know like a crazy. Amount. I mean, you know, he had a decent game, right? And I just told you the defense looked lethargic. Yeah, so I, I don't understand defense. why we couldn't get pressure. Um, I don't know what the scheme was, quote unquote, supposed to be. Um, right. T.Y. Hilton, uh, I know everybody's pissed off at T.Y. Hilton because he showed up with the um, with the clown mask. Um, well, uh, go out there and stop right. somebody now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can understand. Right. I know y'all upset. Y'all pissed off because he felt like he clowned y'all. Well, he did. You dig? Well, well he did. <laughs> you feel me? So, um, listen. And, 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 clown, and clown, he got to wear that. And listen, my thing is, um, if you're the Texans, see, and I know we're going to get into a little bit of NBA talk here in a bit, but. Teams got to understand, because as you pointed out, with their division, with that quarterback at, at this time right now, you don't know how long of a quote-unquote window you have, right? Bro, you just ask Dan Marino, right? Yeah. Dan Marino said, hey, they, what, they got to the Super Bowl? He thought they was going to do that shit yeah. every other year. He's like, okay, cool. Never got close again. Ever. You, you dig? And, yeah. and with the season that Houston had, especially the way they started the season off, and then to yep. come back and, and to do what they did, like, okay, this team is rolling now. Deshaun finally started to look like his legs are under him. He feels comfortable with the knee. You know what I'm saying? Everything was cool. DeAndre Hopkins didn't drop a pass, did, But bro. he did get hurt in that game uh, against yep. the Colts. So, you know, yep. you could tell that that was an issue. Um, but, yes, but, again, to your point, he came Hopkins. came in hobbled, by the way. Yeah, he came in hobbled. But to your point, though, Hopkins is big time. So you got a big time receiver. You have a franchise quarterback. And coming into the game on paper, you're like, damn, we got a real good defense, too. Um, and the running game is solid. So you're like, okay, in the AFC, shit, we win this game. You know, who knows what can happen? You dig? It's the AFC. <laughs> who knows what can happen right now? We, we could definitely end up messing around and making a run. Because I think Deshaun is one of those guys, um, and I, I agree with you, I don't know how much Bill O'Brien uh, really enjoys his style of quarterback I, play. I don't think he does. <laughs> um, I but honestly don't. I think Deshaun's one of those guys, possibly like like I think Lamar Jackson can be, to one of those guys where it's quote-unquote going to be hard to get him off the field, right? Meaning right. that it's going to be hard to say, yo, we're going to go in a different direction because he's going to make enough plays with his arm and his leg to where you're like, God damn, it's something about this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Because it was the same yeah. thing in college at Clemson. You know what I mean? It was just oh, like yeah. he wasn't going to – he didn't necessarily, quote, unquote, blow you away anything with anything statistically, um, especially in college because kids in college put up crazy numbers all the time. But you would watch him be like, motherfucker just makes plays when he needs to. And then especially right. after everybody told me how great Alabama was, he went toe-to-toe with him, right, um, and did his thing. So – What? Oh, you talking about Deshaun? I'm talking about Deshaun, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, he beat Alabama. Right, that's what I'm saying. Let's so, be clear, and he put up unbelievable numbers yeah. doing it. So I think he's going to be difficult. So uh, my thing with the Texans is you can't get comfortable or complacent, right? You got to say, yo, if we're going to do this thing, whatever moves we're going to make, like you're saying, you're going to make some coaching moves, some moves in the secondary, some moves wherever – I think those moves got to be addressed now. I don't think that they, they have the luxury of sitting back and saying, no. well, we're going to wait. Let's see what happens. Let's see what, 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 what pops up. No, 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 no. Let's get those moves popping right now. You dig what I'm saying? Um, let's see what we can do, and let's see if we can maximize today because who knows how this thing's going to look. J.J. Watt, how many more years does he have? You know what I'm saying? Two. He got two. Uh, you think two max? Two. Maybe, right? Two. Because it's a guy who also has an uh, injury nice. history. Yeah, he also has a history, uh, injury, nice. injury, uh, a history of injury. I'm saying he has two more years to look like close to what he looks like right now. You know what I mean? Right. Two more, and, and after I, that, this is gonna be a name. And you know me, me and you disagreed about Clowney coming out. I thought that he was a good pick by the Texans. I know you questioned it from yeah, the beginning, yeah, but at no, this point, still, if they I do, still don't like it. If they do decide they want to move on, that's a good piece to use because definitely you can get something back for him, right? You can get some value for a Clowney. Um, listen. And I'm gonna say this about Clowney. The Texans, they listen. This ain't this ain't our first rodeo, right? With these first overall defensive ends. Shout out to Mario <laughs> Williams. Right, and Mario Williams made what two, three Pro Bowls with the Texans. Yep. And we still shipped his ass out. So in my mind, I'm like, bro, we're getting these unimpactful Pro Bowl guys. As crazy as that sounds, I gotta watch the game. When I watched Clowney play last night, I I, I barely saw the guy. I was like, where is this guy? Where is this six foot five, six six four five forty guy? You feel me? Well, a lot of times you can Who's build 60? your Pro Bowl resume off of bad teams. Um, Absolutely, I'm old enough to go back a and few we, years. And weak conferences. I'm old enough to go back a couple of years to. God damn, I can't remember my dude's name. I had his name and it fell out of my brain. Uh, what's my dude's name? He uh basically made. He was a DB. Was it D, uh, Was it Hall? Was it Hall no, that basically? You're you're thinking about Nasson, uh, Nam no, 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 no. I'm thinking about I think D'Angelo Hall, who basically made a Pro Bowl one year because he had like four picks in one game. Was yeah, that him? Hall, yeah, it was D'Angelo Hall. You feel me? Now I'm not, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but I'm just saying though you no, can no. you can he, literally yeah, make the Pro Bowl. Not a Pro Bowl corner. Right? <laughs> so you can make the Pro Bowl off of bad teams. This guy basically made a yep. Pro Bowl because he had like three off or four picks game. in one game. And you know then what happened? Well, he ended up like being close or leading the league in interceptions or something. So like, all right, well, right. Well, because if you get four in one game. Now you get like, you know, a couple more throughout the year because he's not terrible. So he might get a couple more throughout the year. Now, all of a sudden, you got like seven, eight picks. <laughs> you dig? Right. <laughs> so, you know, but that's what I mean. You know, I think some of those guys, you can make a Pro Bowl resume off of feasting on bad teams. And then all of a sudden, we need you. You ain't nowhere to be found in a big game. Right. So, you know, that's what I thought. I didn't see. I mean, I wish I can give come on here and give the Colts a little bit more props. But I didn't see anything special from the Colts. Um, like I said, I thought Mac had a good. Had a good game uh, on the ground, but I mean they they got out to a, a a big lead early and just basically held on. You know what I mean? They held on. Uh, shout out to the defense uh, because uh, nobody was able to do anything for the Texans really, and uh, so they they got some thinking to do over there in Houston, man. Uh, so you right now you're Boy. saying what are you saying? You're saying Cornell, you would get Cornell out of there and you would make some moves gotta, in the secondary. I gotta ship. I gotta ship Cornell out of there. And we need to figure out, first and foremost, do we need more help um, uh, on the offensive line? you got to protect your franchise, right? And then you look for a running back from there. Um, but you need to bulk up as far as you got to bolster that secondary. I mean, they just they, they don't got it. They don't have it. Um, you keeping honey badgers? Sure, 
Yeah, I, I think you keep. I think you keep the honey badger for now. I mean, he he's still a starter in the NFL. Um, and, and listen, if you can get a a better quote unquote safety, I guess. But you know how safety goes for me. Um, very few safeties because here's the deal: the uh, the number one rated safety. Um, what's this guy last name, man? He was for the uh, the 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 Redskins just released him because he's beefing with the team. But that guy was the number one rated safety, and they just released this guy, right? Uh, Eric Reed that got signed by the Panthers right. before he <clears throat> before he's released because of kneeling, cold world. Um, <laughs> this dude was rated a top safety too. So what I'm saying is that apparently the NFL looks at safeties like ah yeah, corners are far more valuable than safeties. But an elite safety, of course, right, is as valuable as anyone you know in the secondary. So unless you can get you an elite safety, you can keep tiring that safety, but you really need to bolster up that cornerback position and make sure your offensive and defensive line is straight, obviously. But, yeah, listen, the Texans have a lot of rethinking to do. They just do, man. <laughs> got a lot. Of, yeah, defensively, they got to get it together. Offensively, they got to be more creative. But defensively, you can't have names like – I just gave you five guys. Like, why is it a defense better? That's half the damn defense. <laughs> Yeah, like what else do they want? Yeah, you know, it's like the hey, it's like they talk about the Warriors. Hey man, they need some more uh, you know, on the bench with they hey man, get the L out. Get out of here. <laughs> they got five you got five all stars, you try to tell me you, you feel me you need some other stuff. Stop. <laughs> I don't wanna hear about no I don't wanna hear about no bench play. I don't wanna hear about no rebounds. Hey man, make it work. Real like talk. everybody else, you dig? Real oh, talk. Yeah, man. No, I'm with you. We got, work. we got a lot of work to do in Texas, baby. Yeah, let's let's get to, to uh, today's game, man. Um, yeah. Playing right yeah. now, we got Baltimore and the Chargers. Um, hey, I had a prediction in this game. All right. My my prediction was one of two things going to happen. Either Phillip Rivers' uh, legacy is tarnished and he will not get into the uh, the Hall of Fame based on this game alone. You can't lose to a rookie quarterback, and, and you ain't made the playoffs in the last oh pick intercession by the Chargers. The Chargers are up six zero, and my prediction is close. And I'm about to tell you what my prediction was. So, Philip Rivers, you can't lose to a rookie quarterback who cannot throw the football at this point in his career, fam. You got a good defense, you got a a good running game, you got a top receiving core. You feel me? You cannot, as a Hall of Fame quarterback who's missed the last seven of eight playoffs, lose to a rookie quarterback, Roy Mack, and still get in the hall, right? So my prediction was this. Either Phillip Rivers saves his legacy and his Hall of Fame chances, or they're squandered, right? Now, if he saves them, that means they win, right? But if he squanders squanders them, right, that means they're lost. Now, what does it mean if they win on the flip side of the coin? That means that the big homie Lamar Jackson couldn't get it done. And at some point, Phillip Rivers and that offense put too much pressure, right, on the Ravens to score. And you can't keep running the ball 100 times, right, a game, and you're down by 13, uh, you know, 17 points. You At some point, you got to start airing it out, right? You got to start throwing a lot more. Now, are you ready for this? All right. The prediction is in order to dethrone those Chargers, the big homie Joe Flacco gets in this game because Ooh. right now it's – yeah. Listen, Flacco's healthy. I don't know what people think. Like, he's not injured. He's healthy. He's under contract. Here's the reality, right? We know that currently as physicians, the Ravens are great 
uh, ahead in points team, meaning if they're ahead of you by six points or something like that, they're going to continue to eat at that clock and ultimately beat you by, you know, three to seven points, you know, three to six points. But if the Ravens are down, they can't just start air raiding it out. And that's why I'm looking right now. The Chargers are driving. So I'm predicting that the Chargers are going to end up being up 9-0 or 13-0 at halftime. It's only three minutes left to the half. So the Ravens will be perfectly content with kicking. I mean, the uh, Chargers will be perfectly content with kicking a field goal right here and being up 9-0 or going in 13-0 at the half. If this remains towards the end of the third quarter, the Baltimore Ravens have to make a real decision about putting Flacco in, who's who's not hurt, he's he's not injured. So right now, the Chargers are going to kick a field goal. It's fourth and two. Let's assume they make it. They're going to be up nine zero, right? Now Lamar Jackson got three minutes to go down and get in the field goal range. I don't know if the boy got it. That's pass interference. I don't know if the boy got that right. So yeah, it's pass interference. So what I'm saying ultimately is that Flacco. It looks to me, and I said this last night, this is not hindsight. This is not me seeing things right now and talking. I said this last night to my boy Eli. I said, bro, I can see Flacco getting in this game because what you can't do at the, as the Ravens, having the franchise quarterback sitting on the sideline, as 9-0, having a franchise quarterback sitting on the sideline, healthy, Roy Mack. Joe Flacco is still under contract. Is he still the franchise quarterback, up. though? Yes, he is still the franchise quarterback. Right. Technically. I'm saying technically. Because moving forward, do you believe that a six foot three, two hundred pound quarterback for the next ten years is gonna be able to lead your offense by rushing the ball twenty to twenty-five times a game? That's rhetorical. Absolutely not. So I'm looking at Joe Flacco and I'm saying to myself, and he's been great in the playoffs, by the way, Joe Flacco. I don't know if you know his playoff record's pretty damn good. Now, obviously he got a super Bowl goal run, which you go undefeated, so that makes you look a lot good, right? Four and oh or whatever. But the point is is that you're going to have to pass this ball. And I don't believe that you leave Joe Flacco on the sideline, Roy Mack, if you're down 13-0, heading into the fourth quarter, and it's like nine minutes left, right? Knowing that Lamar Jackson can't do anything different. Now, listen, if Lamar Jackson comes out at the half and starts, you know, driving his team down the field a lot faster, they can get a score within a seven to ten minute, hey, all bets are off. But I don't believe that's going to happen because it hasn't happened all year. What say you, Roy Mack? First of all, I got the Chargers winning this game, by the way. What say you? Well, I think, I think that would be the smart money, right, would be on the Chargers. Um, yeah. Well, because they can do more things. They got a running back that can run and a quarterback that can pass. Yeah, you know, pretty simple. Right, right. It's not, pretty you know, simple. this ain't, yeah, it's not um, rocket science. Yeah, this ain't yeah. no, like, hey, hey no, no one's going out on a limb, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> saying that, like, the Chargers are going to win. You did? Yeah. And um, they already got beat, right, by this Ravens team. Meaning that they were able to adjust. If you're the Ravens, how do you adjust to a team you already beat? That's well, tough. Here's what I'm saying about the Ravens, right? So, um, Lamar Jackson is a first round draft pick, correct? Absolutely. Right. Bottom of hey, the first. Let me hit you with Joe shit. Let me hit you with Joe shit. Hey, that's rhetorical. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, he's a first round draft pick. So, now I got a question who is the franchise quarterback over in Baltimore, right? Moving forward. Now, I know. Right. Uh, Contract-wise, right now, we would say Joe Flacco, right? Yeah, you got him, um, right. So that would be your franchise quarterback. However, you take a guy in the first round, well, 
you know, I agree with I think he was in what the thirty what, what pick they have? Thirty. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that. Damn near a second round draft pick. Yeah. So let's not act um, like he was a runaway franchise, you know. Yeah. Right. But if you pick a quarterback that high, you're you you you're anticipating at some point this guy. At least put it like this. The thought process would be if you take any motherfucker in the first round, you anticipate him being able to contribute to your squad at some point. You know, I don't get you a race. One hundred percent. But I didn't think they anticipated them playing this year until Flacco got hurt. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but I also don't know how good they thought they were this year as a team. Now I know everybody comes in a little bit delusional. Um yep. I don't know if they really were serious about it that that they could make uh, a quote unquote Super Bowl run. And I agree with you. Listen, Jeff Flacco, anybody who's questioning it, if you just go look at Jeff Flacco's playoff numbers, they look good. His problem has been getting there, right? Right, um, right. <laughs> his problem has been those numbers before you get to the day of playoffs. So that's right. an issue. But Lamar, listen, if if it's a nine zero game, that means the defense is playing well. Yep. Um that means this game is still up for grabs, right? So he yep. can still make you some plays where I would say you gotta go to Flacco as if right now the the Texans were down twenty one zero at the half, right? Yes, if that sir. were the situation, if they were getting sevens instead of threes. Then I would be like, you know what? You might have to go to Flacco, bro, because he but, now he on. can't make that up. But hold on. Let me ask you this. I'm going to let you finish. Let yeah. me ask you this. Do, don't you feel that being down 9-0 with Lamar Jackson at quarterback is probably being like 14-0? I agree. Versus 9-0. No, you I, get what I'm saying? I agree. I agree, right? Um, Because, like you said, it, with a, a three-minute drill, two-minute drill, four-minute drill, he's not, I, don't, yeah. I don't think he's your guy. That's gonna be able to, you know, what I'm saying, with the clock and all that. I, I, you know, yeah. I don't know if he's there hey, we're yet. We're about to find out right now. They got three minutes to score. Yeah, I don't know if he's there so yet. So let's watch this. Although, so watch this. you know what I'm saying, I think he can be a quarterback for right now. I don't know if he can survive this way long term, but for right now, I think he's a guy who can potentially wear down a defense because he is gonna run it some. You're gonna have to do some things with spying on him to make make sure you keep him honest and keep him in the pocket. Um, he's gonna have to complete enough passes to keep you honest. And the running game's going to have to help him out as well. Now, that's a lot. Now, hold on. Hold on. Let me tell you what just happened. It's three minutes left. It's two minutes and 20 seconds now. They got. They yeah. lined up in the shotgun. They're on their 30, right? Um, they're not enemy territory at all. 70, 70 yards away. And they just handed the football off. That lets me know everything I need to know. Lamar, they don't believe that the boy got it. That's a problem because, look, you just said the Ravens are playing pretty good D, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they play good D, not – hey, well, the Chargers got these Who niggas Who gets the ball out. at half? Great question. I have no idea. Okay. And, no and the reason idea. I bring that up is because – That's a big deal. I, yeah. The reason I bring that up is because if I'm the coach of the, of, the, uh, of the Ravens, right, if I'm coaching the Ravens and we get the right. ball at half, I don't – I'm not going to try to score with three minutes left with Lamar Jackson because I think we all can be very honest about Lamar Jackson, what he is right now. I wouldn't try right. to push it to try to score, to try to get in field goal range right now. I would just try to run a clock, get out of this half down 9-0, and let's play ball and, and start to start the third quarter. That's what I would do. That's the approach that I would take. Um, and look, if you do that, you're sending a message to your offense, though, right? You're telling the brothers on – you're telling me as a receiver that the boy ain't got it. That's what you're telling me. Well, here's the reality, right? I think that if you're dealing with grown men, grown men have to be honest with one another, with, with, with other well, grown on. men. Hey, hold on. And that's where you fail. You're not dealing with grown men. You're dealing with, with dudes in their 30s, you know what I'm saying, their, their 20s and 30s, who are most fragile, egotistical people on earth. I mean, you heard T.O., dog. It's my teammate. 
That's my quarterback. Well, you, well they they hey, told me yeah, football yeah. was was war and military. So I'm dealing with grown men. And if you're, they always hey. say that 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 the quarterback and the coach have to be quote unquote leaders of men. So if you're a, a, a leader of that team as a as the coach, listen, everybody has to know what Lamar Jackson hey, is. Listen, when I saw uh any given Sunday, everything you just said like is real because that is a great movie. But in real life, where I'm from and how I grew up, I hey I know a guy by the name of Antonio Brown who didn't show up to a, a pivotal game because allegedly his quarterback asked him to run a route in a tone and a manner in which he didn't like. So he just didn't show up. So these are the same grown men. I'm just telling you, these brothers are Hey, fragile. but hey, you still got to handle a grown man in a certain way. Hey, dog, don't, hey, first of all, Big Ben, calm down. Um, and, and just ask me to run the route correctly, dog. What I'm saying, though, with this game, listen, uh -huh. bro. Everybody so knows. you're going to shut it down. You're just going to be like, hey, dog, listen, we're going to get in the locker room down 9-0. We good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, listen. Hey, hey what are you going to do? Are you going to try to go downfield with him? <laughs> I'm going to put Flacco in the game. Yeah, I'm going to put Flacco in. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I don't think hey, Flacco's coming in right now. I say I'm you're down nine zero. You're you're good. It's no, you shouldn't be you're panicking great. now. Down yes. nine zero. Hey, look, you, I'm with you. You're you get great. what you don't do is take a page out of Mac Brown's book in a national championship game and like try hey, to get creative. No, throw, uh, you get pass yeah, You don't try to get creative. You don't try to go crazy. You get your ass to the damn half. He's in the shotgun, Roy Mac. He's passing. See. I would get him to the half. Oh, it, uh, incomplete. See, now Charles get the ball back. There One you go. And that was a bad play. <laughs> hey, and that was a bad play. Because I, I don't I don't know I don't know the timeout hey, situation. Hey, Flacco, warm up, man. I don't know the he timeout situation, so I don't know why they would need to pass on third down. Maybe hey, you know they what got saying? three timeouts. Well, there you go. Well, that was an issue there too. So that now, Hey, they got three timeouts. Now you got I'm poor clock you. management. Hey, I'm telling you, the boy. If you've already ran it twice, you might you might as well run it again, right? Right. Um, because right. because you've already said that we're gonna get to the half, so why try to throw it now on third down? If you were gonna try to throw for a first down, then then try to throw for a first down. That, you see, that, can that's, I tell you? Hey, can I tell you what I'm looking at right now? What's that? I'm looking at a young quarterback who, for the first time this year, looks a little rattled. And here's what I mean: he missed a wide open guy, right? Now. I looked at his facial expression, and I looked at the Chargers' defense barking at him. After it was twice they barked at him now. After he incompleted earlier, because they picked him off, then he threw an incompletion, and uh, you know, obviously the next uh, possession. And I looked at the way the Chargers that confidence. You know what I'm saying? They're like, bro, you can't throw, and you know, like I know, Roy, you played. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a little guy by the name of T.J. Ford once said that you were the best defensive player he's played. In high school. Now, he dissed you offensively, but he did give you some defensive props. I, but I digress. I don't Listen. know who he beat. I don't know who beat him. Go ahead. Oh, I know exactly who he beat. He got to the final four in his lottery pick. I don't know but who anyway, he beat. I don't know who beat, beat him. Go hey, ahead. He beat A-Leaf Elson. Go ahead. I don't know who he beat. I don't know who beat him. Go ahead with your story, though. Apparently, this guy, he never, I don't know who you're referring to, because what, what you just said is factually what untrue. What TJ Ford just did was be Roy Mack, Rashad Lewis, and a host of others. But listen. That's untrue, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, though, with your story. Here's what I'm saying, is that you being uh, a basketball player, right, especially at the point guard position, you get to learn a guy's weakness and strengths really quick. Once you understand, okay, this guy can't go right or he can't go left or he only wants to shoot from this spot or he can't shoot from here or he can't finish well, 
Once you start dissecting that guy's weakness, what you do is exploit it. So what I'm telling you is that the Chargers are going to force Lamar Jackson. First of all, if, if he hasn't scored yet, and which they haven't, I'm going to do the same thing because you can't adjust Roy Mack if you don't have any other tools in your toolkit. I believe that because the coaches did not open up the offense for Lamar Jackson throughout the season and that they were just fine with winning those games and being conservative, that that took a lot out of his confidence because, like, let's say if you're a coach, Roy's like, yeah, right, this guy, that guy, other guy. But now we get in the playoffs and we need Roy to make a, ju- a jumper a la Ben Simmons. Now you don't have the confidence to make that jumper you've been working on because you haven't been called to do it all year and you've been winning a different direction. So I'm saying all that to say this is for Lamar Jackson, because they haven't called upon him to pass the ball at a high clip at all. They've been comfortable with him running the ball and dinking and dunking and winning that way. Now that it's crunch time, if you start making this young man throw the football, it's going to be picks everywhere and Flacco's getting in his game. Either way, you lose. And that's a cold world. Yeah, but I guess my 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 only retort to that would be no shit though, because that 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 was all he's gonna be able to do the whole time though. That like, like he wasn't gonna come in here and do anything different. He can't. You know what I'm saying? He can't. Like right, right. He was, this is what he was gonna what do. I was Flacco gets in. Yeah, and so listen, if they, but my thing would be if you know that, if you know that the Chargers know that, yeah, then put it like this. I probably, if I'm the owner, I would fire the coach if he goes to Flacco now. Because, like I said, if you know that as the coach, if you know that your opponent knows that, that this guy can't do anything, why the fuck are we even play him anyway then? <laughs> if if no, this is going to be this, if that was going to be the situation, right? Right. Then why are why did we sacrifice a half of basketball on a quote-unquote experience, I mean a basketball, a half of football on basically an experiment in the playoffs? Hey, just win, baby. That's why. You dig? So hey, I'm man, saying. We so I'm hey, saying. We ship is that like? Don't even put them in. Listen, I, I, listen. The, the 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 Ravens can't go <laughs> far this year anyway, right? Um. Now the thing is, what type of guy is Lamar Jackson? Because you're saying people are getting on him on the defense. They talking some some uh some shit to him. Is right. he the type of guy that this is gonna affect him long term? I don't think so. From what I've seen from him me, so far. Me either. Um, so this is a guy that but I think that, that ain't gonna make him be able to be accurate either. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, not gonna like, make him be able to be accurate, but at some point he's gonna have to he's gonna have to become better at throwing the football, or he's just not gonna be able to play in in, in this league, right? Yeah, man. Um, oh man. You know what I'm saying? That like that's just a harsh reality, right? Um, and so because I don't think this is going to mentally break him, at least you know, at, at least on the outside looking in. Listen, we're in a different time right now in 2019. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like right. apparently. It's a first-round draft pick in Philadelphia who, you know, I don't know what the hell's going on with him. I'm talking about basketball, right? So um, I don't know how guys' mental states are (laughs) anymore, right? And I'm not poking fun at anybody with any mental issues. I'm just – I'm genuinely saying I don't know what people's mental states are. I'm going to assume with Lamar Jackson that if he has a bad performance tonight, let's say they lose this game, I don't know. What what are they down right now? It's 9-0. 9-0. So let's say they end up losing this game 16-0, right? Let's say yep. they, they, they put the check on the... Which appears to be that type of game. Right. Let's say they end up losing this game 16-0, and he just doesn't play well. He doesn't throw it well. You know, I would hope that this game doesn't, quote-unquote, ruin this guy, right? To where, like, now yep. he's constantly thinking about that. That's an issue. I don't think that would be a problem, but we'll see. I think... I, I like the idea of Lamar Jackson, right? Um, yep. I would like to see... Uh, just the accuracy improve a little bit. I don't think he got to have like a crazy deep ball. I'm just saying like the passes that Tom Brady throws, right? 
right. 15 right. yard slants out. The Drew Brees. Pass. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying I would like to see him just get that route tree together. Like that route tree right there, make sure that those passes are on point for that for those little in-between intermediate little routes, the little crossing routes. But I'm with mm-hmm. you though. I don't think the Ravens do a good job of you don't gotta open up the whole damn playbook like yo, we're gonna be going downfield, we're going nah. four wise. No, I'm just saying, yo, why don't why don't he have why why doesn't he have something to where I see every other offense where they have like a bunch of pick plays for these guys. Something to where guys are getting rubs, getting open, little easy plays, little outs here and there. Maybe just something to get them a rhythm. And then maybe we might take a shot 15, 20 yards downfield. That's not even that far. But I'm just, that, that would be a shot, quote unquote, for him, right? Right. Um, I don't see that. So I like to see that, man. I like to see that. Hey, I'm running out of time, though, dog, because we got to wrap it up. I said we're going to get to the NBA. I don't think we get to the NBA or no boxing today. It's all good. But I do want to get to the other game on the docket today, which is Philly. Um. <laughs> Uh, Philly uh, and and Chicago. Um, yep. Philly's an interesting team, right? Defending Super Bowl champions. Um, they got the Super Bowl winning quarterback back in the game. So apparently it looks like they might have their swagger back. I know we were talking about Baltimore and their issues. Um, I don't want to say issues, but their um, uh, dilemma. To pass the football. Just their dilemma the at quarterback is what I would football. say, right? Yeah, the they inability have, to throw the football Yeah. Right um, how about the Eagles and their situation at quarterback, right? Because while it's not the same that, you know, one guy can or quote-unquote one guy can throw, one guy can't throw, there's still yep. something there, right, um, to where it seems like the team is – the team seems, quote-unquote, more galvanized with one guy than the other. At least that's the way it appears. And, and it can appear that way it, when, when you're, quote-unquote, winning, right? Right. Um, right. I don't know, but – the the winning tends to be something that masks a lot of shit, as you know. Mm-hmm. What's your take on 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 the Philly quarterback situation? It's crazy. And then we then we'll a, get into the game. Just the quarterback. I have a very situation. simple take, but I want to ask you a question about this Ravens Chargers real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Going forward, do you believe that Lamar Jackson is a sustainable starting NFL quarterback for a good team? Based on what I've seen right now, I would say yeah. I would say no because he he, okay. he he can't throw it good. He can't throw it good enough right now. Right. Okay. That's it. That's all. I, and I'm gonna say no. I saw RG three. I believe RG three was head and shoulders better than Lamar Jackson. I, I just do. I believe RG. I would agree was a with that. Pocket passer. I believe he was a better pass on the run. And obviously he got injured. But I'm just saying his skill set. You just was like, okay, this guy could play more conventional quarterback if he had to, like a Russell Wilson. Right. I don't see that within Lamar Jackson as a passer. Maybe he gets better, but I digress. So, moving forward, Eagles, there's no dilemma, right? Because uh, Wentz has an injury right now, right? That's keeping him out. He's not 100% healthy. Let's say, hypothetically, I, I want the worst-case scenario. Fumbles wins the Super Bowl again. Right. That's why I was going with this. Go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, let's just do that because we're, we're running out of time. So, let's just get to the shit. Foles wins another Super Bowl. I don't give a damn. I'm shipping his ass out. Because here's what happens. Foles wins two Super Bowls. Carson Wentz goes and plays for, I don't know, the Bears or somebody, right? Whoever. Carson Wentz is a franchise quarterback. Arm strength, um, throwing angles, yada, yada, yada. He's built for it. For the next 10 years, Carson Wentz is going to be, if he can remain healthy, mm-hmm. is going to be a better regular season quarterback than Nick Foles. Facts. Now, you and I both know how difficult it is to win one Super Bowl let alone two. So my scenario is this. Nick Foles, cool. You got two Super Bowls. Do I think you're going to win three and four and five? F no. Right? right, right. Furthermore, Nick Foles, Roy Mack, might just be a better playoff, one-off scenario quarterback at this point in his career 
Then uh, what? Fourth year, third year. Uh, Carson, fourth year. I think Carson Wentz. You feel me? Right. So Nick Foles at this point in his career might just be a better ready for these playoffs. And obviously Wentz has been hurt, so you really don't just don't know, right? right? The guy's just been injured. It's not like he's been playing bad and we're questioning him. He's been injured, kind of like Andrew Luck. So what I'm saying to you is that le- listen, you you use your, all the horses you have. You play Nick Foles until you you ride it out, right? The reality is, is if Nick Foles wins another Super Bowl, you say, hey, man, I appreciate it. You shake his hand. But for the next decade, I want Carson Wentz taking snaps because what I don't want to happen, we get Carson Wentz out of there. Nick Foles is already in his early 30s. Nick Foles is Nick Foles, right? He has a couple decent seasons. Say that Nick, he he goes 12 and 4, right? Let's say he goes 10 and 6 and you, you get bounced out the playoffs. And then you look across the pond and Carson Wentz is for the next 10 years, out of five of the next 10, he's a pro bowler. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's just the optics. But you think Wentz still has the goods, though? I I absolutely think he still has the goods. But I'm not of the mindset that that Nick Foles isn't a better quarterback in the playoffs right Right, now. Don't get me wrong. I believe it. I believe that the Eagles believe in him. Right, because why are they winning? Well, why he he won a that? Super Bowl, so you got. I mean, Bro, he's he proven won a Super Bowl, <laughs> and he played well. Right. It's not. It's not like he went. Um, Trent Dilfer, right? <clears throat> no, um, oh man, Brad Johnson, right? <laughs> right? Hey, but the point is, Roy Mack, is that if you're the organization, you're in a perfect scenario. You ride this Nick Foles out until Carson Wentz is quote unquote 100 percent healthy, right? And then once this Nick Foles wheel falls off, you ship his ass out. Carson Wentz is on your team, healthy, have a nice life. So that's good. What if, what if, what if, um, Foles gets them to an NFC title game or a Super yep. Bowl again? And let's say they lose yep. in the NFC title game or the Super Bowl. Yep. I mean that. I'm looking at that scenario. I think it's <clears> tough <throat> at that point to bring Foles back in as a starting quarterback, bro. Uh, now listen, no, I, hold on. Uh, I'm saying Wentz. I, I don't give it. Listen, no, 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 I'm with you. No, I'm with you. Foles can win a Super Bowl, and I'm still riding with Wentz over the next 10 years of the regular season. Because you get into the Super Bowl is just so improbable. But what's more probable is that you, you know what I'm saying, have regular seasons, obviously, right? Right. And you get to the playoffs. But winning a Super Bowl, bro, if you win two, you probably ain't going to see another one in 30 years. So I'm good. I think it becomes tough, though. Not for me. I think it would become tough. For the locker room, because the moment that you don't win or that you fall off, they're like, oh, well, shit, the only reason we're we losing is because they want to play. You remember, um, wow, you ain't got to remember, in Boston this year when Hort- Hay- Hayward came back, right? Yes, sir. Uh, Brad Johnson decided, uh, that damn coach name, I think, uh, he just, whatever his no, name is. No, uh, what's his I said, Brad, you said the, the damn deal? quarterback. What's the hell's his name? I forgot. I can't think of his damn name. Um, Anyways. He decided that, like, he Brad was. Stevens? There you go, Steve. He decided yeah. that he was going to start Hayward, right? Well, yep. this motherfucker, like, not only is he still hurt and all that, but, like, <laughs> like, what happened was he damn near lost the team because the team was looking around like, oh, right. bro, so you going to put him in right. and, like, take away minutes from guys? You know what I'm saying? And the right. only reason he's not you're doing a better it, basketball player. Yeah, the only reason you're doing it is because of who he is. You got a relationship with him in his contract. That's the only reason that he yep. was playing him. It had nothing else Absolutely. to do with anything else, right? So I would yep. think, and, and at that time, they started going through a down period and they, and they started losing games. So I would think, mm-hmm. that, like, from an Eagles standpoint, I think to keep the locker room, if they start losing some games – that might be a tough call, bro. Now, again, no, I'm not even disagreeing with you. Start losing some games. Talking about next year? Yeah, I'm talking about next year. I'm not talking about this year. Yeah, okay. I'm with you because this year is a little bit different because of injury, situ- injury situation, all that. We know that. I'm talking about yeah. like moving forward because I'm saying I think that from what I, not just me, shit, from what we've seen, this team seems to respond when he's at quarterback. 
Um, right. Now, whether or not it's because they feel like they all got to quote unquote pick their game. I read an interesting article to where someone said it's because he since he what since he's not the quote unquote star. Everybody else feels like they have to pick their game up. But let me just say this. Right. Um, and this guy coaches now. And again, I'm I'm showing my age, but I'm old enough to remember that the Buffalo Bills had a starting had a backup quarterback who was more than capable, right? Yeah. Um, and I never now now their starting quarterback was a Hall of Famer, but they had a backup <laughs> who was very capable of coming in that the rest of the team was confident in. Um, and that guy coming in for long stretches of time and winning ball games, winning playoff games. You dig what I'm yeah. saying? So yep. I think this would be a great scenario to happen if everybody involved would be cool. It seems like Foles is cool with this position because I think Foles is in an ideal situation because it was a time when Foles was in Wentz's scenario, right, where he was the young yep. guy who was supposed to do this, that, and the third, and that was kind of like, uh, you know. Right. And I think, well, let me say this. Yeah. But, but what you said, though, doesn't allow Foles to remain in that locker room because – what happens is the fans start grumbling. Well, went struggles. Yeah, right? like, oh, I'm with you. We go again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, ah, hey, you know what I'm saying? Then you start getting these Nick Foles chance. You you know how fragile these dudes are. Like I just alluded to. So listen, shout out to Nick Foles. Um, if he gets paid by someone much like Kirk Cousins, his game will be exploited. But at least he'll be rich and exploited, right? Because listen, it's the reason that Nick Foles is no longer the starting quarterback, right? It's not like a like, bro. People forget he was in St. Louis. Like he got right. other opportunities. Right. He's just not that guy. That and some people have, you know, Ryan Duran Fitzpatrick of the, the world. Right. Now listen, Nick Foles had the most epic backup quarterback run we've seen. <laughs> you know, right, 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 right. But the reality is, is that Nick Foles. We're talking about regular seasons. We're not even talking about you know winning Super Bowls, right? Because that's so far fetched. Unless you're Tom Brady, I'm not putting you in no damn Super Bowl, right? So the reality is if them ever making it with Nick Foles, because, again, Nick Foles may be a regular season nine and seven quarterback, right, ten and six kind right. of guy that ain't getting get into the playoffs. But once he gets in, a lot like Eli Manning, by the Shout way, who's a Eli. nine and seven, ten and six guy, once he gets in, he got the juice. But the problem is, bro, what about the regular season that you don't get to the playoffs yeah. and Carson Wentz-led teams are? You see what I'm saying? Yep. So, no, it becomes tough. It becomes who you so got who today. You got? Like, yeah, I was going to say who you got. I'm, I got the hey, – listen, I got the Bears, bro. They're at home. I'm going um, with the Bears as well, man. They're going to be able to control the ball. Mitchell Trubisky, I believe, leads all quarterbacks in rushing. Somehow he's not a running quarterback. Just, <laughs> uh, you know, listen, I, you know, I don't know why. But anyways, he leads all <laughs> quarterbacks in rushing. You dig? Not a running quarterback, though. He's not a target. Um so, yeah, I believe in the Bears' defense, man. Khalil Mack has done wonders. And real quick, I know we got to go, but let me let me check this off the box, bro. Understand, the Raiders, fam, the Raiders, the Raiders, they put two teams now in Super Bowl contention with trades. The Cowboys with Amari Cooper and the uh, Bears with Khalil Mack. Cold world. Hey, dog, no, 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 no. It's not a cold world because – they have a coach and a whatever the hell else his title is, who's a genius over there. We've seen him on ESPN genius. for years, um, yeah. doing quarterback club stuff, whatever yeah. that means. But yeah. he's a genius and he knows what he's doing. And what you're not seeing is the vision that's coming up. He's giving up this hey, short term for the long term. First overall, it's the same guy who said Johnny Manziel the first overall. Well, because if he would have got Johnny Manziel, he would have kept Johnny oh. away from the alcohol. Oh, and the okay, women. my bad. Yeah, yeah man. He would have changed, yeah, changed yeah. his whole life. My yeah, bad. come on, man. Yeah. What's wrong with you, dog? Hey, 
Hey, fun to meet you. Shout out to Chucky. Hey, fun to meet you. Hey, listen, dog. He one of this is gonna be. They'll do a thirty for thirty on this at some point. Um, <laughs> no, straight up, because what this is one of the. Listen, oh, we're in year man. one of this shit, right? That's we're crazy. in year wow. one, and this is already one of the biggest heists in sports history. That's crazy. This the is heist. one of the biggest heists we've ever seen. This we're in guy, year one. Hey, this guy is single-handedly responsible. For for putting Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper in contention for the Super Bowl, and here's wow. the pressure he's putting on, on, on. See, I don't know if he even realizes what he's doing to himself now, right? Because when you're trading for guys and when you're trying to quote unquote get picks and going back to the NBA again, this is why I was always kind of side eyeing the Boston Celtics <clears throat> because it's right. cool to like get picks or do trades or do all this shit, but that stuff yeah. has to materialize into something, bro. It has to, right? Cause, <laughs> hey, Boston got like nine great like pieces, right? But it's like, yeah, okay, we gotta get to the championship, though, bro. Yeah, somebody got to become a breakout star. And so, I mean, listen, I think they're close because I like I love Jason Tatum, but yeah, yeah. you know, to the point, like this stuff got to turn into something now. Okay, now what happens when that doesn't happen now? So, Roy Mack, you said you got the best, the best. Yeah, I said it was the best because they're they're at home. Um, I like foes right. uh, at quarterback. Um. But I just think that defense from Chicago is going to be too much. I think Trubisky is going to be able to make enough plays. I like the best. Um, and I like uh, – and also, like I said earlier, I mean, I mean, I think everybody's going to say that they like the Chargers just because of the situation, um, especially already being up 9-0. I can already – you know. Listen, maybe hey, so Lamar since, has some magic in the second half, but, you know, we'll see. Hey, so since we're here, you know, PCR, we back, baby. People's Chat Radio. You know what I'm saying? Check us out every Sunday around noon. You dig? We'll let you know if the time changes. But since we're here – yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of unfair, right? Because the playoffs have already started, and we saw teams win and lose. Who's your Super Bowl picks, Roy Mack? Who you got coming out of the AFC? Who you have coming out of the NFC? And then we'll make the Super Bowl picks. And before that, we know, got cut off, we did get cut off on the stream for a minute there. I yeah. had made a point um, of jumping in when you mentioned that these playoffs have. What did you say? You said that they've been good. They've been crazy. Something you yeah, said that, that they've been. They've you said been they've been very, entertaining. Yeah, because I feel like it's wide open. Like you, you, you right. just don't know. Because see, I go the other way on that. that. When it's wide yeah, open, well, when it's wide open, I say, well, why is it wide open? Because it can be inner. It can be quote unquote wide open because everybody's <clears> bad, <throat> right? If everybody's bad, yeah. I, I don't know who's gonna win this shit. Everybody's bad. You know what I'm saying? So hey, but it's the opposite of the NCAA football playoff. So I gotta agree. like. It. Hey, agree. We gotta yeah, get to I that. Gotta we like gotta at least give a pick on that before we get out of here too. Because well, yeah. that game's coming up. Hey, um, well, I, nah, that's the Alabama invitation, and we know who's. Well, well, shout out to Clemson, bro. This is the, this is their fourth meeting, so shout out to Clemson. They yeah, get and, there. and they'll lose two out of three. They 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 get there. Um, hold on, you said it's the fourth meeting they have with them? Yeah, I thought it was the third. Nah, Damn, it's the fourth. Shout out to Clemson. Yeah, it's the fourth in a row. Hey, they over there giving that bag up, ain't they? Yeah, shout out Clemson. Okay. Yeah. Right now they're one. Bama's won what three? Uh, they're one. Right? Yeah, Bama's won two. Clemson's won one. Right. They can get back to five well, if they win today. They get back to five hundred against them in the hey, national hey, title. I, I don't think so. Go ahead. Yeah, not this year. <laughs> Not this year. They too deep. But um, listen, I'm not gonna try to reinvent the wheel with this shit, with with, with these picks. Right. Um, I'm gonna keep this shit as basic as I know how. Right. Um, right. I'm just gonna take. <laughs> I, I'm gonna take Kansas City. Um, mm -hmm. just because. I mean, they got they got a guy through 50 touchdowns. Um, <laughs> hey, shout out to the Mahomes. <laughs> extended family. Shout yeah, out to the Mahomes. They got family. a guy who threw for 50 touchdowns, and you know somebody's yeah. got to shoot. Somebody's got to you know, and the since the Super Bowl's got to go through them, 
I'm just gonna ride that out, man. You know, New England's New England, and the only reason I say New England's New England is because for whatever reason, teams panic when they play New England, and they think that they're still playing against they like do, bro. they still think that they got like a bunch of Hall of Famers on defense and stuff. And yeah, so, right, you know, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. so you know, so you can't ever count them out. But yeah, I'm gonna take uh, KC to come out of the AFC. The NFC is a little bit more interesting to me, right? Um, Very interesting. It, it's hard to pick, bro. Because because the AFC, yeah, in the NFC, yeah, it's, it's hard to pick. Because it, for me, I can see. Here's where I'm gonna go. The Rams, for me, man, I just have a hard time with them, just because I've seen some inconsistencies. And me too. I'm gonna sound. I'm going to contradict myself because my pick is going to be New Orleans. Now, my pick is only New Orleans almost damn near by default because I don't believe in the Rams that much. Although, in the end of the season, New Orleans has not played well. Um, and New Orleans very very well might lose to Chicago because um, I think Chicago wins today. Um, would they play? I think they would play. Uh, they would play. Yeah, they would play. No, they would not play Chicago. They would play the Cowboys. If Chicago wins, they would play the Cowboys. So, if Chicago wins today, that means the Saints play the Cowboys. Um, and I think they beat the Cowboys, even though they just recently lost to them. So, I would just say Casey and the Saints is who I would take, man. And I would, uh, as crazy as this shit sounds in that, <clears throat> in that Super Bowl game, mm-hmm. I got a hard time picking against somebody that threw for 50 touchdowns. I, I know he's a rookie. Right. I know he's a young right. kid. Well, he's um, not a rookie, but yeah, it's first. Well, you, know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. First, yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, and technically, I, and I know he's a young kid. Um, and yep. I and listen, I know the history, right? I know the history, um, uh, uh, that Drew Brees has, Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's been there, done there, got the t got the t shirt for it, right? Um, I think it'd be a good game. I, at this point, though, I would just go with Kansas City and see what happens. Damn, that's that's huge, boy. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> Hey, wow. You did? <laughs> I mean, the Chiefs? Yeah, I would just go their with KC defense, and see what happened, man. I mean, listen, their defense is just too bad right now. It, it, it's it's not even the NFC, right? I really just look up, like, specific matchups. Like, there's a lot of familiarity. Like I, that's what I'm saying. These teams. I, I want to take the Rams, actually, in the NFC, but I'm just like, fuck. I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I really want to take the Rams, but I'm like, ah. Because yeah. I don't even believe in New Orleans. I'm taking New Orleans by default, damn near. I don't even believe in New Orleans like that. Which right, is that's, why I, why I pull up, that's why I have to pull up the bracket, because I think your opinion might change a little bit. So No, I'm Cowboys looking at the bracket. Have, yeah, so you said the Cowboys. So the Cowboys actually got to face the Rams. You got to beat the Rams? The Cowboys would play the, they, the no. Rams. They would play New Orleans. No, no. What you looking at? Because New Orleans would get the lower seed of whoever wins. Uh uh-uh. uh. The mm. New Orleans look. Roy Matt. New Orleans. The bracket. Get... The bracket doesn't go straight like that. They would take the lower seed. Am I am I am I looking at the wrong bracket? Yeah, you're looking at the wrong okay, bracket. Okay. Okay. Right? So they would play. So they would yeah, play. I'm on CBS Sports right okay, now. Okay. 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 So they would play. Um. So yeah, okay. I, I, I mean, I still had it coming out the same way. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But look, so the winner of Chicago Philly is playing New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? And the winner of Dallas Seattle is playing the Rams. I got the Rams beating Dallas, bro. Do you okay. get what I'm saying? So <laughs> like, Chicago, okay. yeah. So Chicago would have to play New Orleans, right? Hmm. Um. Now they're playing in New Orleans. Yep. 
God damn, that's that's the that's the big one right there. Cause I'm looking at New Orleans offensively. They have not been impressive. They don't have a lot of speed. Um and Chicago's gonna be able to run. Well, let me say this. New Orleans has the number one, I think, rush defense. But I think I still think Chicago can run a ball on them. Because they have home field advantage, Mitchell Trubisky, I gotta take Drew Brees in that game, right? So we got New Orleans versus the Rams for me in the NFC. That playing in New Orleans, the Rams won that last one. I got the Rams, bro. My gut feeling tells me the Rams are going to beat the Saints. I feel like the Rams have more versatility offensively um, in terms of speed. I just don't like New Orleans' offensive speed, bro. I don't. I just don't. And I think they've been flailing offensively. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. We'll see. So I got the Rams coming out of the NFC. That's crazy. Um, I, I don't so think it's now, that's like I said. I I damn it. I really want to take the Rams, but I'm just like I, you know. <laughs> see, but hey, but Roy, I'm telling you, when I when I figured the see the, if the Cowboys would have played the Saints and some stuff with a flip flop, I was like, okay, cool. But now, nah, bro, the Cowboys play the Rams. I don't see Dak Prescott them beat that Rams team. Um, but listen, you know, we'll see. But so, anyways, I got the Rams representing NFC. The Chiefs play the the Colts. I got the Chiefs, man. I just the coach has got to prove it to me. Um, although the Chiefs have terrible playoff, uh, a terrible playoff record. Uh, my my roommate will tell y'all about that. Um, <laughs> it's a cold world for the big home. So New England has to play the winner of this this game right here, which Correct. I think New England. I think New England would have schemed. And just dominated Baltimore because you're not going to do one thing against New England and win. But they got to play the Chargers, and the Chargers will have to play in New England. I like the Chargers in that game still. Um, I think this is Phillip Rivers' legacy year, bro. And I think he gets to the Super Bowl, and I think he faces the Chiefs. Um, the did the Chiefs beat the Chargers, Roy Mack, first time around? I don't remember off the top of my head. No, damn, um, I'm pissed. I don't remember. I think, yeah, no, no, the Chargers, yeah, the Chargers beat the Chiefs, I believe. So that's a rematch, and that's going to be an arrowhead. And I don't believe in the Chiefs' defense. They've just been so effing bad, right? They've just been so bad. So Chiefs, Chargers. Hey, and hold on, hold on. Let me, let me let me make sure we're giving the correct, because I just looked it up again, because I was looking at the bracket. So, yeah, yeah the seeding, so the Cowboys don't know actually who they're playing yet. Okay. Yeah, Why yeah, yeah. this bracket? So I'm on so, CBS bracket. So what what will happen is that let's uh, New Orleans will get whoever's the lower the lower seed. That's uh, uh, so if Chicago wins. I mean, yeah, if Chicago wins, then New Orleans would get the the Dallas correct. Cowboys. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, I see what they did right here. They yeah. okay. Yeah, because they said I see low seed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there you go. See, that's tough. So if that happens, right, that means New Orleans will play the Cowboys again. Bro, I got the Cowboys in that game, bro. See, that's what I'm saying. It, it would change it, right? Depending on who wins today. <laughs> I just don't. I don't like what I've seen from the Saints, bro. Real I'm with talk, you. I just don't like it. So let's do this then. Cowboys play real quick. Cowboys play New Orleans, right? Because I'm predicting Chicago's gonna win. Chicago will play the Rams. <sighs> Golly, that's tough. I got the Rams versus the Cowboys. Again, I got the Rams winning. So I still got the Rams representing. I got see if the Chiefs would get the lowest seed. They get in Indianapolis. Oh, damn, yep. Then they would have to match up. 
Listen, that's why. Yeah, so look. So look, look, at the end of the day, I still got the Rams going to the Super Bowl versus the Char- the Chargers. L.A. It's an all-L.A. Super Bowl. I just called it. It's an all-L.A. Super Bowl. I think some people predicted that same thing, by the way. A lot of people. So, you know, yeah, because listen, I mean, think about it, right? I'm not big on on, on New England, so the Chargers can definitely go in. Uh, they would play New England. They they could definitely go in there and win. I, I don't. That, I wouldn't even take that as an upset. They went into an, to an, uh, New right. England and won. Then well, from Phillip there, has to. He yeah. Has to win it. Then from there, you would play um, at Kansas City. That's a winnable. Listen, I'm taking KC <laughs> damn near by default. That's a super winnable game, though. You know what I'm saying? Super winnable. Absolutely. That's a super winnable game there. And Andy Reid has failed me a lot in these. Playoffs. Had Houston, yeah. you know what's crazy? Had Houston won. Um, this would be a little. Their bracket would be a little bit different because Houston right. then would be going to, uh, New England. Right. And so then I would have, I wouldn't have taken Kansas City had they, if they would have been playing, um, uh, because I, I would think they would then have to beat either New England or Houston in in the nope. championship game. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking Kansas City over Houston, but I ain't taking them over New England. Right. I, That's what I'm, so I, I, it, it would be that type of situation. But sometimes the way this just just the bracket works out kind of just like, well, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Don't I think they have enough right now to get past the Colts at home and then that would get them to the to the AFC Championship game and fuck, who knows what could happen at that point when you get to the AFC Championship game at at home. You know what I'm saying? Now and again, the Ram- I like the Rams. I think the Rams are the best team in the NFC. I just kind of like, I don't know. I just take New Orleans. Dog. <laughs> Fuck it. I just take New Orleans. Because New Orleans could definitely easily <clears throat> lose to the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. They could easily lose. We just saw it. They can. And the thing about New Orleans is they lack um, outside explosiveness. That's my biggest problem. And the Cowboys linebackers, you know, the likes of Jalen Smith and Vanderish, they can keep up with Kamara, who is the Saints only to me real dangerous you know deep threat down the field you know he's a, he's a running back he's their only real deep threat big play guy if you will um kiddos 12-0 baltimore's up 13 minutes left this is funny uh, that they're, they're holding the only field goal shout out to that defense man yeah all right let's let's let's, yeah. let's get it let's go and wrap it up man who you got uh national championship game are you going with with with, with the fade the heavy favorite i don't think heavy i don't know what the what the spread is are you going with bama I don't think they're a heavy favorite, but shout out to uh, shout out to B Hooks, man. Roll damn tide. Listen, I'm not going against. I'm not going against Alabama. I have no reason to. I'm gonna roll with Dabo, hey, Cle- man. Hey, Clemson, Clemson switched quarterbacks this year. You did. So, yeah. I'm rolling with Dabo. Fuck it. You dabbed it. I'm gonna roll with Dabo, man. Fuck it. I can't rock with Dabo. Because um, Dabo gave me some MAGA talk. So, yeah. Yeah, well, hey, what do you think Nick Saban's going to give you? Hey, hey, Nick ain't going to stay nothing. <laughs> you dig? Nick ain't going to stay nothing. Hey, I respect the man that know how to keep his mouth shut. You dig? Hey. Nah, but now, nah, real talk, I just think that um, I trust that. See, Bama has so many options, right? Because even if Tua goes out, what Bama can do is like put another guy in who's only lost like two games. You dig? Yeah. I, I like Bama's low. Oh, by the way, hold on. Clemson lost their star D tackle. Oh yeah, with man. the uh, with the with the tennis. yeah, sir, the PD, and they lost they lost three guys actually, but yeah. the star guy they lost was their star D tackle. And when I saw that, I was like, listen, you can't go into the game, right, and be down a guy versus Bama. Hold on. Uh, I'm trying to see what the spread is on the game. They gave me some semifinal odds talk. <laughs> hey, and the internet got so many down. You know what I mean? And I, and I just think with that game, 
Um, I think if Clemson cannot get um, down big early, right, if they can somehow survive, it's kind of like almost, you know, you know, not to crown them too much, shout out to Denny Green, RIP, not to crown them too much, but it's kind of like um, akin to fighting Mike Tyson, right? Um, right. If you don't get knocked out early, <laughs> you dig? Right, right. If you weather the storm. Yeah, you got right. a shot now. You dig? Right. So um, yeah. I think if they could hang in there and, and if the quarterback is good and if everybody's good initially, right, um, I think down the stretch they may be good. Listen, we don't know. I know that they lost some guys. Do we know? I think two are still getting treatment as literally like, like literally as we speak um, on what was it? His ankle. Was that his ankle that that was messed up? Yeah, it's his ankle, bro. It's yeah, his ankle. and so I mean, he had, he, he had like some uh some some surgery on it too. Yeah, so I mean, this is a situation to where you know it seems like he'll be good, right? Um, right. But we don't know. And if you could so hang it in there, like Clemson's five point five point underdog. Okay, so I mean, that's a close game. Yeah. I mean, it, it, listen, no, it's, it's Alabama. They've had some huge spreads, so it's a right, good game. Right. And listen, I, I don't, you know. Um, I'm not in. I know a lot of people are, are are in love now with the Clemson quarterback. Um, to borrow a phrase from Dick Gregory, I respect who he's gonna be. Um, right, but he yeah, may not man. be. <laughs> he may not be ready right now. We'll see. He's played good. Um, and, let, and, and let's be clear, right? I mean, you know, Clemson's been playing the likes of Florida State and North Carolina this year. You dig? So I don't know if they seen anything in the likes of what Bam Bamba's rolling out NFL guys. They they said Bama may have two guys going to top five. So yeah, we'll see, yeah, man. Um, give me a score for that game tomorrow. Whew. Mm-hmm. 35, 35-20, Bama. Ooh, yeah, 35-20, 35-20. Bama. I'll go. 35-20, Bama. I'll go. I'm gonna say it's a close game. I think the kid. I think that D tackle's a big deal, Roy Mack. I mean, bro, I agree. That, that, that's everything. I agree. Bama's big up front. You know, that's that thing. That's I'll know. I think we'll we'll probably know who can win the game after the first possession because I think because the quarterback, I think because two is a little banged up, I think Saban uh, tell the, that coordinator let's let's hey let's start pounding them, and if they can't stop that run, it's a wrap. Like you said, they're right, they're right, so right. big up front, and if they start we know running, Bama can throw it. yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. I, we know the guy can throw it. If they can't stop the run, it's a problem. And then here's the here's the crazy part: if they can't stop the run, and let's say two is not 100. percent Well, now if you can't stop the run, now we can go to the backup, right? Who can yep, run the hell out of it? <laughs> so now you got a, now you got a headache. So see what I'm saying? Um, so, but with all that yeah. being said, I'm still going to buck the system, and I'm still going okay. Clemson. I'm going Clemson. Let's say it's a close game. I'll give it, let's say, Clemson, eh, 31-28 Clemson. Okay. 31-28 Clemson. That means hey. that means they cover. Um, right. Hold on. What did you call it? You called it 35? 35-20, bam. 35-20. So you got them. Uh, you don't yeah, have them covering the spread. Touches. Yeah, yeah I got, you don't got. I got them at least covering the touches. spread. Oh, I got to watch it. I got. I got, I got them winning. So they <laughs> fuck cover. I got them winning. Oh, uh, well, right, so. right, right, right. <laughs> so there you go. Um, hey, all right, what's hey, hold on. Let me. Hey, I'm gonna change my my score a little bit because you just made a great point about Nick Saban's conservative, scary ass. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> He's so goddamn scared. You dig? Nick Saban would – and Skip Bayless says this all the time. Nick Saban would much rather have Jalen Hurts in, right, Jalen Hurts than uh, oh, yeah. the big homie. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to table my score. I'm going to say – like drastically table. I'm going to say Bama 23 – I'm going to say 24 Bama to uh, – That means they're going to lock up Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, you got them locking yeah. them down? I'm going to say I'm going to say 28-20 Roy Bama. 28-20. Eight, That's eight a good game though. Yeah. 28 is a good I game. I do believe that Nick Saban even if they get up big, what he's going to start doing is like pulling the ground and pound trick. So, yeah. Do you think Clemson will be able to duplicate He's going to mess the spread up. You think Clemson can duplicate anything that Oklahoma did? Well, if you remember, Oklahoma was getting shut out in that game, meaning they were being dominated they were. until the end when they got like a couple of big chunk plays to make the game, quote-unquote, look respectable on paper. But they were being dominated. So, yeah, if, if, if that's what you mean by, you know, yeah, sure. The end score can look more close than the actual game. I believe Clemson's going to get dominated. I think that when you're watching that game, there's not going to be a real point of that game in which you genuinely feel like, damn, Clemson could I win. I think Clemson is the believe. one exception to the rule in college football, and it's only because they played Bama on this stage so many times that they got a bunch of guys in that locker room that this isn't that new. That bleed their own part. Yeah, yeah. That that you yeah. got a bunch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you got guys in that champ in that in, in that locker room that were a part of a national championship squad. And right. So you got those like yo, we didn't play these motherfuckers. And it wasn't like in the, in the, in the past games that they got blown out and every time they played them. No, 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 no. Those were close games. So you got guys who were like yo, have we had a play here, a play there? We could have had multiples. You did what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I think because of that, they're the one team in college football that don't come in with a bit of uh, 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 intimidation. Now, with that being said, you still got to go out there and beat Bama. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? So, right. Will it surprise me if Bama wins? Of course not. Right. Um, right. Uh, what I am tired of, though, is the people that make it seem like the college football playoff system is perfect, and they don't know how. I just don't know what we can, what else we could do. For. Well, they keep saying yeah. like I don't, know, I don't know what else we could do, and I keep looking around like, well, you got a Division <laughs> two who has a totally yeah. different system. I can tell you exactly what to do. Let's go look at what the fuck they're doing. You dig <laughs> what I'm saying? It's not like it's not crazy because right, how how do they manage to, to to set up you know the playoffs and hey, you know, I was. You know, I went to D two school. We we did pretty well. That apparently you know. Eastern Washington doesn't have uh, student athletes. I don't know what they got over there, man. Whoever the hell, North Dakota State. Hey, apparently they ain't we, got. Hey, listen. All of the, all I know is we won a national championship the right way. Hey, apparently they I don't. Know. But y'all don't got stu- ain't no student athletes in D two, dog. I don't know what hey, they hey, got. Hey. <laughs> you dig? Hey. Nobody. Yeah, no real talk. No one else has student athletes for D one. So, yeah. That's it. Those only those only student athletes, man. But all right, dog. Let's yeah. get up out of here. We back next week, man. Twelve ish. Um, People's Champ Radio, Roy Mac and Cash. Ah, holla, dog.